Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Dallin. Welcome to this episode of Q&A. This is the Haas Federal Advisors YouTube channel and podcast. And uh, today's going to be a great episode with three great questions submitted from federal employees just like you. If you have any questions you'd like me to cover on a future episode, there's a link below to submit those to my website. And those are the, that's the pool of questions I pull from for every single one of these Q&As every Saturday. So we're going to jump right in. And again, on the HawesFederalAdvisors.com website, there's tons of great resources, articles, videos, free eBooks, tons of great stuff for you as a federal employee to learn how to retire comfortable and confident, get the most of your benefits and all that good stuff. So, question one. They say, can I retire at age 57, which is their MRA, their minimum retirement age, postpone my pension until 62, and still be able to get around the 10% penalty for early withdrawals from my TSP, between age 55 and 59 and a half. So let's break this down. Short question, but a lot of things built into this. So it sounds like they are trying to retire at 57, their minimum retirement age, but there's one big downside with an MRA plus 10 retirement, and that is there is a penalty to your pension. Your pension is reduced for every year that you retire early. So because of that, what you can do is postpone your pension. So in this case, he would be postponing until age 62. Um, and that that penalty, that reduction would go away. So long story short, he can retire at 57. Now, he wouldn't get a pension until 62. So there'd be a five-year gap, but he would be able to retire and get a pension later, right? And his question here, he's asking, hey, if I do this, if I retire at 57, I delay my pension until 62, can I still access my TSP before 59 and a half? Now, that's a whole different rule. Long story short, as long as you retire after the year you turn 55, as long as you leave service after the year you turn 55, then you can actually get into your TSP without the normal 10% penalty that applies before 59 and a half. So let me, let me kind of walk you through this. So if you are 53 and you take money from your traditional TSP, you have to pay taxes on it plus a 10% penalty. But again, if you leave service after the age 55, this 10% penalty goes away. You don't have to pay it, which is awesome. So the answer to this question is, yes, you can do this. As long as you retire, leave federal service, no matter what your pension's doing, as long as you retire after the year or in the year of 55 or later, then you can access your TSP without that 10% penalty and you're good to go. Again, um, if you wanna learn more about, again, this, pe this penalty, about postponed retirement, any of these things, if you just Google Haas Federal Advisors, then the topic, tons of my articles pop right up to Google, so definitely check that out. You'll find a bunch of articles or, or go back to my website. Um, they're all there as well. Okay, question two. They ask, can I stop working as a GS employee at age 55 with 10 years of service, but not retire from government service until 57, which is their MRA, their minimum retirement age, and still receive a pension at 62? Or do I have to have continuous employment till 57 to be eligible? So this is a great, great question. So to, to be able to answer this question well, we have to understand there's multiple different types of retirement, right? They just ask, can I be eligible to retire? Well, it depends what type of retirement we're talking about. So if he retires, at age 55 with 10 years of service, the type of retirement that he will be eligible for is called a deferred retirement, okay? So long story short, yeah, he can get a pension later, like deferred, of course, as early as 57, or by 57, there's gonna be a penalty, 
or he can wait till 62 and there'll be no penalty at that point. And so that is a deferred retirement. Now, a big downside of a deferred retirement is you can't keep your health insurance. You cannot, okay? Now, previous, just a few minutes ago, I talked about a postponed retirement for the previous question. These two things are completely different, completely different. Now, they sound similar, they're different. So if you, again, Google Haas Federal Advisors deferred retirement versus postponed, it'll pop right up. You could check that out. So again, in this situation, if, you're, if he retires at 55 with 10 years of service, he can get a deferred retirement, but he can't keep things like his health insurance, life insurance. He can get a pension. It'd just be, have to be later. Okay. Now, if he works till 57, which is his minimum retirement age, he's got a few more options. Okay. So he doesn't have to work till 57, but he may want to, because if he does, then he will be in a similar situation as the previous question where they can take their pension right away and take a reduction and they can keep their health insurance or they can postpone their pension till later, right? And during the gap, they won't receive a pension and they won't have their health insurance, but they'll be able to start both of those up later. So I know there's, there's a ton of information there. It may sound confusing. Definitely look at my articles on postponed retirement, deferred retirement, if, that, if these topics are relevant for you. Okay, last question here. They say, my husband is a federal employee, FERS, federal employee, and we file our taxes together. When he retires, will my work income be used to reduce his FERS supplement and or affect him when it, when it comes to taxes? Can you do a video about a spouse's income and how it can affect a retiree? Clarity gets lost when I remember we file together. Thanks in advance. So this is a great, great question. I think a lot of people are gonna be in this boat where one spouse may retire earlier than the other, one spouse is still working. How does the working spouse's income affect the retired spouse, right? Is it gonna reduce any retirement benefits? So there's a few things to keep in mind. And most couples do file jointly, which often makes the most sense, right? So the short answer when it comes to your taxes is your income is still gonna be counted together for income tax purposes, right? Both of your income, they're gonna add it together and you're gonna be taxed on that. Now, what she is referring to is your first supplement, right? Which can be paid between your minimum retirement age and 62. If you don't know what a first supplement is, again, check out my website. There's tons of stuff on the first supplement there. Um, basically, if you go take another job or you start a business, and you're also receiving the first supplement, then your first supplement will be reduced. They'll pay you less because the, the, the government basically says, hey, you're working another job, you may not need this, we're gonna reduce it, okay? Now, what, the, the, what she is asking is, I'm gonna be still working, my spouse is gonna retire as a federal employee, he's gonna receive the first supplement, will my income as a non-retired spouse, will that affect his first supplement? And the answer is no, it will not, it will not. The only income that they're gonna look at when it comes to reducing that first supplement is the retiree's income, right? And they only look at earned income and the definition, de definition of earned income is basically from a W-2 job or if he went and started a business or something like that, right? So, and the same thing applies for social security. So if you didn't know, if you take social security before your full retirement age, then, and you're still working, then your, your social security will be reduced in a very similar way as your first supplement. Now, again, they only look at your income, not your spouse's, which can be good news if your spouse wants to keep working and you wanna retire and get these income sources from retirement. So it's good news. Long story short is a working spouse's income is not gonna affect a retiree's income. Now, 
taxes wise, you're going to pay taxes together. So they're going to add up all the taxable income coming in for both of you and you will have to pay income taxes. But when it comes to the reductions that you might see on social security or the first supplement, they only look at the retirees income for that. So I hope that makes sense. If you have any follow-up questions, put in the comments below and there's tons of great, incredible federal employees that are here in the community that they, I love how you guys help each other, answer each other's questions. It does everyone a great amount of good. So have a great rest of your day. And I guess it's, it's uh, the first of the year. <laughs> it's uh, January 1st when this is published. I'm not recording this on January 1st, but um, I hope you guys have an incredible, um, I was about to say rest of the year, but <laughs> incredible beginning of your year. And I just feel 2022 is going to be a great year for all of us. So have a great rest of your day. We'll talk soon.